Hello everyone, this is Jennifer Randeev and I am here today to have interesting conversations. We're going to be doing things a bit different simply because uh, as change is constant and changing is a choice has always been my favorite mantra since 2007. Um, I'm going to actually have something that is going to be a little more interesting and I'm calling my podcast Conversations in Conscious Change. As part of this, I'll be interviewing some amazing people. And today on my guest list, I have Miss Sandy Saxena. And um, Sandy Saxena became Sandy Ritz Saxena. We have all heard short glimpses about what she says and how she stands up and talks with a lot of power. But today, however, Miss Sandy, I would like to be able to do a deep dive with you and truly get to know what made you go from just Sandy Saxena, the wife, the mother, the coffee morning lady, the PTA president, the scout members for the kids, or in that time it used to be called the den, as he said? The den mother. The den mother. And you were fondly referred to that quite often because you were this misfixit and going and settling everyone. You then had a brilliant way of actually being a really good hands-on mom. And you've really been very, very close to your kids. I see that today too. Yes, and I think that was one of the things that I loved the most when they were growing up. Good. But then... I'm here today to ask you what exactly made the shift from you being Sandy Ritsuxena, the la-dee-da, to becoming what it is that you are today. Are you the queen you call yourself? So Sandy Ritsuxena. So, so everyone, please welcome Sandy Ritsuxena. Okay, so thank you very much, Jennifer, for having me on your on your conversation on this podcast. And yes, I'm Sandy Rich Saxena. I am too clam to give a damn. And most important, I'm a queen. Cool. Uh, So what do you have for people to see that you're a queen? Hmm. Those people who already know me are, of course, quite aware that I'm the queen. Because... When you are a queen or anything that you choose to be, and I choose to be the queen, you you walk the talk, you behave, you speak, you think, you sleep, you eat as a queen. Okay. But I have something else, Sandy, that I need to ask you. How exactly do people who do not know you actually see you as the queen? Well, yes, I've been asked that question before, and I thought instead of going on to into these lengthy explanations, <laughs> I'll just have something really cool done. Okay. And so I decided to have a permanent crown tattooed on my forehead. So no need to ex- introduce myself. People can just see that I'm the queen. <laughs> like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> now, obviously... Uh, Having a lifestyle that has been so extravagant and from many people's standpoints, um, when you all guys were in Bahrain and everyone was doing brilliantly well and you, had, you were a lady of leisure and a lot of pleasure, um, 
what happened? Uh, where, 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 where did the change occur? What happened with, for you to just going from being just plain Sandy Saxena to Sandy Ritz Saxena? What occurred? Could you please share with our audience? Because I think um, you've had glimpses of that, but I really would like to get to that. Okay, so when I was in this la-di-da lifestyle and I enjoyed every moment of it, I was leading a rich lifestyle, but I was not really rich in myself. Uh-huh. It was very external. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was where the difference came in because when things weren't going well and uh, things started I would say just skidding and there was no stopping us moving from extreme wealth to extreme and I use the word poverty. Mm-hmm. It was then I realized that the richness was not to be on the outside and if I wanted to be the person that I truly am today, it was all going to be an internal job. Oh, okay, cool. But did something actually occur in your life for you to come to that point where things really had to shake up and things had to change? Because usually we just carry on living, you know, things keep on going, we, we think it's going to last forever. But what happened in your life personally that made you step up and say, Jesus, what's going on here? Okay, so when I was in Bahrain in that, uh, I would say, fairy tale life, I was very much like a Snow White, you know. I was uh, in this dream sleep and everything was just being done for me, taken care of me. Everybody was there to do as I wanted. And I never really thought that it would change. But but there's, there's nothing wrong in everything being done for you. Uh, uh, the listeners may think that, you know, it's wrong to actually have everything. So now I just want to ask you, if everything was being done for you, did you enjoy everything? Oh, yes. I absolutely enjoyed every moment of it. Okay. And being pampered, being yes, taken care of. Yes, and because I enjoyed it so much and it, because it was my lifestyle, I was not prepared to compromise and give it up. Now, that's that's what I wanted to hear. Because many people think that, oh, you, to, to become something, you've got to give up something. My question to everyone is, and to you especially, is why would you like to give up things? Why can't we create more to have more and to be more and then to do more? So having said that, when you experienced all these things and you're coming from Bahrain, what happened when you actually arrived to Dubai? So that was, of course, a, a very rude shock because then reality hit me that I had been living in this world where I was not taking responsibility for myself. And I just expected everything to be the way it was supposed to be. And that was my mistake. And so my first learning was if I want something, I need to be in control. I need to be knowing what's happening because if I don't know what's happening, how can I change it? How can I come forward and step up to the point and say, oh, I need to do something about this? And then, you know, sometimes uh, you are in this downward spiral of uh, desperation and feeling sorry for yourself and then something else just shakes you up. And in that uh, moment, you realize that this is not only about you. And 
that's what happened with me. My spouse, who was working very hard to get things back to where they were, was uh, working hard to be the responsible, the caring, the loving spouse and father, was really trying very hard. And I got a call from Abu Dhabi. In a, it was the evening, I remember, and uh, the person on the other side of the line, his voice was very hesitant, and I asked him, has something happened to my husband? And he said, yes. And I said, is it a heart attack? And he said, no. But he is in the general ward of the government hospital. He was taken there in the ambulance. And uh, my, my entire world was just shattered. And I drove down to uh, Abu Dhabi, and he was there in that ward in his suit. They haven't even changed his clothes. And I thought to myself, oh my God, where have we come? Where have we reached? He is lying in the general ward. This is a man who could afford to be in the best hospital. Money was never an issue. And today this man is lying here. And that was the turning point for me. I decided that no matter what happened, this was never, ever Good. going to be repeated. It was I who was going to make that change. I was going to step up no matter what it was and what it took. And that's exactly what I've done. So that's brilliant, Sandy. Sandy, uh, honestly, thank you for sharing that. I'm sorry that I made you cry over there. But you know what? Um, it takes a hell of a lot to be able to say what you just said. So... Uh, hands, hats off to you, lady. Um, let's go to a place now where you took charge of getting things done. What happened then? You tried to look for work. Did you find any work? What was going on there? Okay, so here's the thing. I made a decision that day that I was going to go out and get myself a job. But there were certain things that I was quite aware of. For example, I wasn't what you'd call qualified. Uh, yes, In this reality, I, yes, yeah. yes. So I did have uh, obviously a university degree, and I considered myself a very articulate person, very well informed, very confident of myself. But I soon realized that that really didn't work when you were writing a CV. And yeah. so I couldn't write a CV because there was nothing to write. <laughs> How's that for getting a job? But, you know, that didn't stop me. And I did go for many interviews. And I was always rejected. And some people, of course, didn't have uh, the time to even speak to me. And I realized, you know, here I was Miss Popular, you know, always getting my way, the best, uh, you know, best uh, person in the room and whatever it was. And here I was sitting all dressed up, <laughs> you know, waiting to impress somebody and nobody was being impressed. Yeah, because unfortunately, no one even tried from, from any standpoint to have the decency to even meet you. They rejected you simply because your oh. resume... And that's something that I would like to point out here, ladies and gentlemen. A resume is hardly the way to get to know anybody. So when you're looking at people, please go beyond paper. Get to meet the person and get to see what that person is all about. I had the same experience, so that's why I'm talking with a lot of um, 
emphasis here, yeah. and I've been in recruitment as well, Sandy. Um, I never ever went with resumes or, or CVs and only thought that, that was the most important thing. I've usually got to meet people. So yes, something that we can learn. Uh, thank you for sharing that, Sandy, because many people will will look at a resume and not even meet a person and reject them, which is ridiculous. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. That's something that we have to change and stop, yes. possibly. Uh, so so uh, can, can I just uh, add something over yeah, here sure. uh, about uh, the CV? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to let the listeners know that I didn't have a CV then and now a quarter of a century later, I still do not have a CV <laughs> and I never will. And uh, it's very amusing because sometimes on LinkedIn, I get um, messages saying that, you know, we think that you're the perfect fit. Your profile is amazing and we have this job for you. And then comes the, the, next <laughs> the part. Can you send us your CV? <laughs> and I write back and say, if you think I'm so perfect after having read everything on my LinkedIn profile, why do you need a CV? Exactly. Because it, it's, again, you see, things go on the same way. We're chugging along, doing the same thing. And it's boring, really. And that's what something that we're, we're here to change. And these conversations are really cool. I enjoy them more than my, 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 the people that I'm inviting. So really, thank you so much. And I'm quite sure the people are going to enjoy it too. So then, let's get back to you and trying to find that job. What happened? <laughs> okay, so uh, what happened was uh, rejection after rejection after rejection. And so that became, okay, so what else is possible? Hmm. And uh, one thing I'd like to say here is... Um, I have a very strong belief in myself. Aha, uh-huh. so that's the key. Yes, and um, I also believe in intent. Okay. So it's belief and intent okay. and the power of prayer. Awesome. Okay, that doesn't awesome. mean I'm a very religious person, but I just pray to the universe. Mm. <laughs> and um, my prayer, and this is, I think, something that I'd like to share, was very specific. Mm. It was open one door for me. Not which door, what kind of door, nothing. Just open one door for me. And the other thing that I consciously did was never complain. Okay. So it was not, why did you do this to me? I was so prepared when I can't take why this didn't rejection. I get that job? Exactly. No, no, you know, I was so perfect for the job. Why didn't they give me that and opportunity? Those bad, yeah. not good. So for me, it yeah. didn't matter. It was again, open one door for me. And I can tell you this from experience that it works because the door did open. Right, and and uh, did you have expectations of what kind of door will open? Oh, no, no, no. My thing was very simple. Open one door for me and I'll walk through and I'll make a success. That's it. Okay, cool. And then did that door open? Oh, absolutely, it did. And uh, I, I went there and they didn't ask for my CV. <laughs> Wasn't that amazing? <laughs> Uh, and I was actually in shock because my boss, who's still my boss today, uh, he said, we think you're a good fit. And I said, but you don't know anything about me. Hmm. And he says, we've observed yeah. enough about you to know that you're the kind of person who could be very successful as a financial manager. Sorry, not a manager, as a financial consultant. I'm a manager now. Hmm. But at that time, I did join just as a consultant. And they saw... 
potential in me that even I hadn't seen. Now, isn't that amazing? Isn't that the universe giving you what you want? Exactly. And how many people actually get that? We, 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 we tend to constantly go into blaming people, not appreciating ourselves, not being in gratitude. There's a constant uh, being disgruntled yeah. and not happy with what it is. Now, uh, so fast forward to today, Sandy. You've been with the organization for how many years now? Uh, this year will make it 24 years. Holy moly, that's amazing. And you are now managing a team of women, yeah, I believe? Absolutely. All right. And uh, what, what is it that... So this rich part about you, uh, which I would like to come back to because I find it quite fascinating. The rich part of you was what? What? The funny thing is that I was going through your papers and actually saw that your maiden name was Richards. Now, has it got anything to do with that? Yeah, so wasn't that like the universe speaking to me? <laughs> <laughs> and I just got it. Okay. So I said, oh my, I was always rich. Yeah. And I just forgot it along the way. So I just put it back in my name. And so I am called Sandy Rich. Saxena. Saxena. Cool. Okay, but one thing I'd like to say, Jen, mm. and this is, I think, uh, something that we should all be experiencing, is the fact that in order to be rich, it's not only about money. It's the richness of how you perceive yourself. If you perceive yourself as somebody who's gifted and talented and can do anything they want, can pursue anything they want, be it career, be it relationships, be it acquisitions, be it adventure, if you are rich in yourself, then everything, all the riches will come to you. So you, it, it's an inside job. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. I keep <laughs> been telling, and, and, and it's so amazing how when I truly believe that to be my reality, that everyone who is related to that reality that I'm creating through having these conversations of conscious awareness of this, they all get attracted and actually come to me. So the doors can open up when you are emitting the energy of truly being what it is that you choose to experience in and as your life and your reality. Because we're here to change. Um, you cannot be doing the same mundane things day in and day out, being on the hamster wheel and expecting things to change. We've got to wake up and shake up. The other thing I wanted to ask you, Sandy, is in the time that you actually got the job, do you receive training from this company because they were brilliant? They gave you some training. Uh, on, on what did they give you training? Okay, so here I was with no CV. And uh, the thing about the company is they're very particular that if you represent them, mm. then you need to be knowing exactly what they do how they do it and so there was a lot of emphasis on professionalism okay so there was product training presentation training and we all received that mm -hmm. but here's the point what does each one of us do with so, that so my, my question yeah was that so so you could actually do all of that but did you happen to follow suit exactly as to what or I mean, everyone would become a robot then. What made you different? What happened? So, 
So I took that 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 knowledge mm. and that information and I made it mine. I gave it my personality. You had your essence attached. Exactly. Okay. And and that's what makes the difference. Absolutely. So when I went out, it was me believing what I was talking about. It was not regurgitating what I had learned. It was not like being a robot and just no, repeating. No, not at all, not at all. So you gave it your own languaging. You gave exactly. it your own uh, the, the emotions that were attached to it, uh, the meaning that was attached to it. So I had this information and then I made it my own. Exactly. Because so. that's what I was believing in. Exactly. And when you speak with uh, that kind of confidence, when you speak with that kind of conviction, it's a completely different, different message. Thing. Yeah. And that's what many people should actually be considering and thinking about. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, Sandy, is that Obviously, the company gave you that kind of training, but you've been with the company for 24 years. In this 24 years up until now, did you wait for the company to give you the training all the time or whatever training? What did you do to empower you? Okay, so when it was a challenge for me, Mm -hmm. because here I was selling insurance and financial products and not the most popular person. Hmm. And please remember that I always was a very popular person. No, oh, yeah, it's not dealing with that. was another <laughs> ballgame so, altogether. So I needed to be popular again. Okay. And still do my job, uh, still get the money to pay the bills, hmm. and more important, to spend money, invest money in myself so that I could be a better version of who I was. Because I didn't want to be just there. I didn't want to be static. Mm. I wanted to improve. I wanted to expand Mm. my knowledge, my thinking, the way I was doing things, the way I was going forward. So it was about um, qualifications. It was about my health. It was about my Climbing mountains, I heard. (laughs) Yes, yes. The adventure part is always there. And that's the one that keeps me going because Mm. those are impossible goals, physical goals that I set myself. And when I complete them, they're absolutely marvelous. But I would like to say this. Mm. Wherever you are, don't ever stop developing yourself. There's never any limit. Yeah, so we are limitless. Absolutely. And uh, when we, the, the thing that I'd like to, to say here is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have for the longest time waited for someone to give us training. Now's the time, quite honestly, where we've been put into a lockdown and you have a lot of time to yourself. My question is, what are you doing with it? Are you learning anything new? Are you reading? Are you empowering yourself? Because this lady who's, who's, who I have the pleasure of interviewing today is not only a brilliant financial consultant who brings her flair to what she does, but she's also a woman who truly empowers other women in every possible manner. How to talk, how to dress, how to be present in conversations, how to really gain confidence is what Sandy actually does. So when she calls herself Sandy Ritzaxena, she actually walks the talk. And that's what I'd like to share with all of you today because what walk are you talking? Or what talking are you walking? Whatever, whatever comes first. What do you believe in? Because we could actually be saying all kinds of things, oh, I'm going to be rich, I'm going to be this. 
If you're not truly experiencing being rich on the inside, it's never, ever going to show up on the outside. So any last bit of comment, Sandy, because I'd like you to give me three things that you would like to share with my audience to help them to truly see their own value and what they must do to change. Okay, so because I'm in sales, there are two words that uh, I use and I listen and I hear very often. One is ask and the other is no. So I ask for the sale, I ask for the signature and the answer is no. <laughs> so here's, here's my take on that. So we're sitting today in lockdown, mm. right? No going out, no mingling, no, 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 no. And what is no actually? New opportunity. Yes, my dear. N for new, O for opportunity. You will never get this time again. And the other one is ask. A stands for attitude. S is for skills. And K is for knowledge. If you don't have the attitude, skills and knowledge means absolutely nothing. And I am proof of that. I had the correct attitude. I could get the knowledge and the skills. And that's what I want to leave you with. I know you asked for three, but I'm giving you two. No, but you've done a really good job. Ask is three. Absolutely. <laughs> you gave me two more. So five. How does it get any better than that? <laughs> so... Guys, it, it's not about... So what's your attitude towards you? What can you change for you? What will contribute to you? Do you have the skills? Do you have the abilities? The question over here is, what are you doing with it? Are you just sitting and waiting for someone to give you something? Or are you choosing to actually create something? And this is a time where we actually should be so grateful for it. Because... We are being taken care of by our companies and we have the time of the day to truly relate to what we can choose to create as our reality. So wake up, smell the roses, get that coffee up and running and actually get up and choose something that will create more for you. So yeah. Sandy, would you like to say something before we sign off? Anything more? Yes. Life is very exciting and the excitement lies in you. <laughs> so if you want to be in a truly beautiful place in your life, get up. Get excited about this opportunity that you have and make the best of it. Super. Having said that, stay safe, stay home, be awesome, get cracking, don't waste time. Start finding out what truly inspires you. Because you know what, guys? If you don't wake up and shake up, you're, being of, you're doing a totally disservice to all of us because that talent that is hidden within you cannot be shared if you're going to be sitting and doing nothing with it. So wake up, shake up, and boogie. Take care, and thank you for listening. We'll be coming in with some more interesting conversations with people who have been as brave enough as Sandy to become the rich succeeder. Thank you very yeah, much, Sandy. Baby. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show, and it's a real delight. Thank you, and take care.
Bye for now.